Why, hello there. This is DJ Art of the High Score 510 Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you for listening to our show. Second of all, I want to remind you with a shameless plug of our Patreon page. Join our growing community and help support an indie podcast. The perks of being a patron, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Why, Jesus, will bless you. So go check out patreon.com backslash highscore510. And for the price of a tall pumpkin spice latte, you can help AG3 afford his Peloton subscription. Regardless of which, we appreciate your support and hope you enjoy the show. You are listening to Highscore510, where sports is the brain, comedy is the pilot, and the sweet Jeeva is our chest Jared's really fascinated about this recall. That wasn't an election, Jared. Well, we didn't really. Ta- we haven't talked about it until, until I was that like, was I'm a just waste gonna. Of time. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we should have talked about it last week. No, no, I wanted to see what the results were. I didn't want to talk about it in podcast. Uh, Jared was scared of the results. He actually thought Larry Elder was gonna win. I mean, that's because Jared gets most of his news from Alex Jones. Like, he's like, oh, man. <laughs> nah, and, 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 uh, and on uh, Snapchat, still, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, traditional, I'm a traditional news consumer through Snapchat. I don't use TikTok, but new age hippity hop. Man, all the links you sent us are from TikTok. <laughs> Every link you sent to us, it's on those, TikTok. Those usually aren't news. They're just ignorant videos and conspiracy theories. I'm telling you this. I told you, Alex Jones. Hey, Brandon, was that you just said when you were injured on the ground and those guys come out? That was when you realized that, that there was no way they could help you? Right. That's when a uh, uh, medical assistant meant a whole new thing in me. <laughs> you just an assist- You ain't even a decision maker out here. Are the ones in college worse than the NFL, Brandon? Because I see you guys in the NFL. But the ones in college, they always come running out real fast, and they always seem like the guys still hurt whenever they gone. Well, see, I thought it changed in, in college, though, because in high school, we had ROP sports medicine. So, like, some of the people from that class would be on the <laughs> sideline. But it's not any better in college, right? It's people who are in, like, who are either pre-med, who are in physical uh-huh. therapy classes, and they just volunteer to, like, get some hours or get some experience or extra credit. So there is a doctor at a, on the field, but he's not the most – they're not into football. Yeah, so they may not even know what's happening. Tell no, they, don't, they, don't, they don't know what's up. <laughs> so, right? Because if they were watching the game, they would see that you got hurt and how you got hurt. But they just like, oh, man, what happened? Let me show you the replay. There's like 15 cameras, and they still ask you what happened. Like, look at the video, <laughs> man. You saw exactly what happened. I was walking good, and now I'm not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my shit got fucked up. That's what <laughs> you tell me, because I had three people on me. <laughs> Brandon, he said he said when you got hurt one time, you lit out a, a, a screech. Uh, uh, is that true, or was that just exaggeration? Oh, no, like, it's one of those things, like, I don't know, it happened so quick 
But like you, you think you're tougher than you are when you're really not. That was when I realized football was going to be a career path for me. <laughs> like, no, because I well, because one time well, I tore a, a muscle in my hip, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to do the splits when you're not ready to do the splits. But like I tore my ab- abdominal wall, which basically is like the line in between like your gut, your organs, and your abdomen. Uh, and it was like a small tear, but I felt like my whole, I thought mine was on the field. Like, I was like, ah, <laughs> it's like you threw up through your belly button. It was just like, <laughs> it was like that. That's terrible. You thought your insides was on the field? <laughs> Man. You, you thought like you, you got, loose. they took a bayonet and sliced your belly open? I, I screeched when that happened. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, y'all ready to start the show? Oh, this ain't the end of it? <laughs> Well, uh, let's go ahead and start the show. Um, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter. You can tap with us, tap in with us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter. Um, Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore510. Uh, we have our custom highscore510 mugs that we're giving away to all our patrons. Brandon, I got to hook you up with one of those. Uh, Aaron, you got yours? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I got to go get it. Hold, Hold on. on. I, got, I got one right here. Brandon, we can get you. We're going to send you one of these. Brandon, we're going to get you, you know, a little shout out and a little sponsorship. Oh, man, I like the little like yeah. DIY tank recipe yeah. on the side too man yeah you know <laughs> it has a recipe you know uh, all rights reserved uh trademarked uh, at high score 510 um but yeah tap in check it out and uh fucks with us aside from that we are here with uh this is ag3 coming at you faster than uh black people getting excited over a new versus announcement <laughs> <laughs> You know it's true. It is. It's very they true. get excited if I go and some old ass performers. Well, the best part about it when uh, what uh, Fat Joe called Little Mo a <laughs> dusty bitch, and he's like, "Man, he thought he was back in 2000. He could say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 2021. Like, it's like, oh, how dare you? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here's your soundbite, Aaron. Man, booty done did it again. What was that from, Jared? Booty. <laughs> booty. I watched that movie. That was a, that was a, oh, a cult classic. That was a cult I think classic. that was one of those that came out when I was in college. You know, I ain't have a lot of money, man. It's no, it's no, Chris Rock's Norbit, really. Yeah. I mean, I like Norbit, but it, I was, it's terrible. It's so bad you have to watch it. That's how, <laughs> yeah, I saw the commercial. Me. I wasn't excited about watching it. Everyone always quotes Pootie Tang, and I have to be honest. I've been over there faking the funk, to be real. I've been faking the funk. I feel like I've seen it. I ain't never seen Pootie Tang. I ain't seen a minute of it. I ain't seen this shit on SNL. I can't tell you nothing about nobody. You know, Chris Rock show. See, that's how I know. Well, I watched the Chris Rock show. I never watched the Pootie Tang. I turned it off. I wasn't too laughing at the Pootie Tang. I didn't think it was funny. Do you know that that movie was written by Louis C.K.? Was he a writer on the Chris Rock show? Yeah, I think he's a genius. He's a genius. Just just put it that way. All right. Well, uh, and we are here with. Hey, it's everybody's friendly captain and everybody's friendly truck driver, Captain P-Funk, coming to you uh, faster than these chicken wings from Safeway. I think you mean going through you faster than chicken wings. That's what I was going to say. Fast. Yeah, fast. Uh, 
Stay tuned for that, Brandon. Stay tuned. It's not like a choice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see what this soundbite is. I have a tendency to nod to black people. What, what reason would you I, have? I, I, don't, I don't know. I just find that I nod to them more so than white. I never nod to white people. I've never heard of uh, white liberal nodding guilt. Yeah, it's, it's a way of kind of making contact. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not one of the, the bad ones. <laughs> is that, is that uh, curvy enthusiasm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. And, not into black people. <laughs> and we are here with... Hey, what's going on? It's Brandon, a.k.a. Taco Pablo. Good to be back. Excited to talk some sports, maybe, if that's a thing here. Oh, TP, TP is back. I'm not talking about all the things that everybody was buying out of Target in the beginning of the pandemic. I miss the, I kind of miss those days in the pandemic where number one, tests were hard to get, where you just leave packages outside your door for a day or two. I I miss the days of the pandemic (laughs) when you could go to Target and actually buy dental floss. Man, Man, no damn dental floss. I ain't had no cotton balls. I'm like, man, what the hell going on? Listen, part of the pandemic when they actually had chips. <laughs> or back when people were saying black people can't get it. No, no, you know black people, you know black people still can't get it. They'd be down from something else. That that's something that the government agency is putting something in us. Black people can't it's get not, the vaccine either. These men are giving dick away. <laughs> More than just shots. <laughs> Brandon, here's your sound bite. I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. <laughs> uh, shout out to Bernie Mac. Shout out sponsorship. And uh, my name is Jared, aka DJ Art with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. Which one should I? Uh, I'm just going to try this one out. Are you Jewish? You want to check my penis? <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, <laughs> what is that? Where did you get this from, Brandon? Oh, <laughs> uh, I just want to say I was, not be that. <laughs> I was not part of that uh, conversation of getting that on the show. <laughs> I just loaded it up. <laughs> that was all Brandon. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> They're not labeled that well either, so I just, <laughs> I'm just going with anything new I see. <laughs> it's going to get canceled. Shout out to Florida sponsorship. Um, this show is now based out of Florida, by the way. Uh, we are no longer based out of anywhere in California or Oakland or uh, Arizona or or North Carolina or wherever the fuck <laughs> our friends and family are. We are based strictly out of Florida. So uh, Santa's 2024, baby. Yeah, yeah. Go complain to our governor. <laughs> In news, in news this week, the CEO, Dan Price at Gravity Payments, cut his own salary in half to ensure that all his staff, in fact, or staff would make at least $70,000 a year. Hailed as a failure in capitalism and soon to be closed, his company several years later is now thriving with half of the turnover in staff and all members still making 70000 or more dollars per year. What do you guys think about that? Tell me the name of this company, because this sounds like a story I can't believe, to be honest. It's a Gravity Payments. It's a credit card company. 
Seattle so, based. So basically, you got two staff. It's a credit card processing company, and they have more than two staff because they've had like uh in the last couple oh, of years. Come uh, on, man! You said it like it was a legit business. Man, <laughs> you said it like it was a come on, Jerry. Man, I ain't got much to say. This ain't no legit business, dude. He's, <laughs> he's on, doubled Jared. the number of employees since he's made the decision to basically take the pay cut himself, and he makes the same amount of money as the rest of his uh, highest paid staff. There's always questions, right? Because now everybody's a private investigator. I got questions. Yeah, what's your question? Number one, how many years did he make seven million dollars before he decided, you know what, I made too, I've made enough money. <laughs> well how many years um i'm like, not i'm not certain but he he took over and, a million dollar pay cut and it's a credit card processing company that that is the that is the epitome of a cash business right there they're taking 2.5 percent of everything yeah everything yeah plus He's 30 percent you act like it's yeah it's not like a retail <laughs> business jared like this can't happen outside of a credit card processing company that's the thing you gotta understand if Amazon decided to even do like 35,000, they might be out of business with the number of employees they have, right? They say average CEO compensation is 320 times more than the salaries of their typical workers. So going from, you know, maybe not 320 times as much as what they're making, but like new, like 10 times more than what they're making or like 20 times more than they're making to, you know, help sustain his own company. I think it's an altruistic act by somebody, whether or not it's credit card or whatever, whatever the situation is, you have your CEO, the highest paid person typically, taking a huge pay cut to be basically at the same tier as all his employees to expand the company and allow the company to thrive and employees to stick around because they are actually being compensated in a way where they're not turning over as much. Because, you know, they say a lot of times the biggest cost for a company, other than just paying an employee on a regular basis and having that, is having to retrain and rehire new people and investing all the resources in that. Yeah. I agree with you, Jared. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We got Thomas Slim in here with us. But, uh, My industry, they're doing the same thing. They're starting to change uh, the pay scale. And it, it, one of the tricks they're using now is instead of doing a regular W-2, they're paying you off a 1099, however long that's going to last. But even as, as owner-operators, uh, the, the rates or whatever, to keep guys on the road or do whatever, try, it's, it's kind of like a trick. If you go with the market, with whatever the market says um, at the time. Okay, if it's enough money to overpay somebody, you do it. If it's a shortage, you overpay somebody, you, you go ahead and do it just, just to maintain. The money's so big that you can afford to. This is what people was, this is what progressive's been saying for all this time. There's always enough money to pay your employees, it's always been. Ever since 1980, whenever they stopped doing, uh, what do you call that? The inflation thing, where inflation wasn't keeping up. The cost of living, ever since they, they, they stopped the cost of living raises, they've been getting away with so much. So the money goes to the top. Those people have been having that money. So this is not really a big story. They could have been doing this in in. Like, uh, it's also the business yeah, it is, right? Like, yeah, it's hard yeah. to do it in some yeah, business. Some business got money. money going in and out. It's hard to do. Well, yeah. no. Some, like, what happened with um, Toys R Us, Sears, and all that stuff. I, I said it on the podcast before. 
They could have, they all could have stayed. They had, what happened was they sold all their stuff, the hedge funds babies, and they took all that stuff, liquidated. No, the problem they, with they, Sears uh, was they tried to run off their old model, which was we're going to go out, we're going to have specific companies that we work with that are going to be high end. And they signed exclusive contracts with Maytag, Craftsman. Mm -hmm. And the problem was like, as those, as uh, new companies came out and people wanted the difference in products, right? Wanted to have a choice of different products. You didn't get it when you go to Sears anymore. That worked for them back in the 80s when people were very loyal with the products they bought. By 2010, the only person still going to Sears was my father. (laughs) Let me just say, I went to the Sears uh, liquidation sale Mm-hmm. Got me some nice diamond earrings, diamond chains, diamond watches for like 70% off. That was the come up right there. Well, well, they never had cheap products. The problem was their business model, it was about loyalty to company. And they would get a cut and get it like a cheaper price for them to sell and make a bigger profit off of. But the problem is they were exclusive contracts. So once Best Buy came out and it was like, wow, I could go in here and have my choices of TVs, right? If I don't like Samsung, I got Vizio. If I don't like Vizio, I got Sony. I got this. I got choices. Uh, Sears model didn't have those choices. Well, no, the thing. Well, the thing is, they didn't have enough brand equity with younger people because that shit happens at Costco all the time. They only got six TVs in there. At Costco's doing amazing. They only have like exclusive contracts with with partners yeah. or whatever. Well, Costco will do is they'll find the best brand or pe- people that have the least problems out of those brands, and that's mm-hmm. how that's what they that's what they put in their store. Get back to the the compensation thing. So in business school, they'll teach you to like when you plot out your expenses, right? If you can pay an employee, if your max for an employee is fifteen dollars an hour, you don't advertise a fifteen hour dollar an hour job. You advertise a nine dollar an hour job because at the end of the day, no one's going to sign up for a fifteen dollar an hour job knowing they could never get a raise, <laughs> knowing they could never really move up. So what you do is, how do you incentivize people? You pay them less than what you can afford. And you say, oh, man, you're doing a good job. All right, now you make $10 an hour, right? And Mm -hmm. so now the employee feels good. Like, oh, man, I got to raise. My job appreciates me, as opposed to you starting out at the max. Because now you have no real wiggle room to, like, really incentivize people outside of just pats on the back, right? Because people want actual, want more money, right? That's that's what they actually want. That's how... um, while people feel good about different jobs, they'll take less money to to work at a job they like. At the end of the, but at the end of the day, there's economics that you need to meet. And some people are fully driven by how much money they can make. And that is one of the number one gestures people have used over time is like, hey, I'm gonna give you like 25 more cents an hour, a dollar more an hour, when they could have started that at the beginning. I think there's something about having somebody work their way up through a system, you know what I'm saying? Starting at a certain rate, but a livable wage to, to, to a degree, you know what I'm saying? And then beyond that, it's like, yeah, like you, you know, you can work your way up and, and earn more and get raises. But when you start people at such a low point, when you're, you know, doing kind of putting the wool over their eyes or, you know, you know, mentally manipulating them, you could say it's somewhat abusive. Um, historically it's been used, but since it's business and they say it's business, it's acceptable, but that is kind of fucked up. It's like, if you, you know, downplay a, a, a woman you're dating or, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or a child or somebody and you keep that leverage of like, you know, saying, oh, this is the way it's supposed to be. And this is you, you know, getting paid or treated the way um, that it should be expected. And it is below like, you know, what I'm saying a certain ethical, moral, you know, standard, then like, I don't know if that's like the best way to be like implementing your systems or your structures, uh, whether it's business or not, or any type of interpersonal you know, transactions. So I think there's something to be said for that. And this is like a new model potentially to, you know, expand on that and and give us another way of 
running businesses in America or in the world, you know, saying that isn't completely socialism, which seems to be like people don't want socialism. People don't want capitalism. People don't want uh, 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 communism, depending on where it is. Like, are we are we finding kind of a nice middle ground or an area that's kind of sweet for for employees? And maybe it's the type of work you do, but but something that is replicable and actually would, you know, saying make happy employees um, no matter what the job is. So we're here with uh, Natoma Slim, and uh, basically we want to just do a quick breakdown of the gubernatorial recall, and then also uh, discuss who are your favorite uh, candidates. So uh, Albert, can you update us? What was the outcome of the election? Yeah, summarize it. Gavin Newsom blew everybody out of the water, like sixty plus percent. It wasn't even close. Like it was a true blowout. Second person that was close to winning was uh larry elder the conservative black dude just whew, whatever but i say the dark horse that people were sleeping on who they should have really been having their eye on was chauncey slim killings <laughs> now chauncey is my man maybe because we share the same name with the slim his was with one mine's with two his last name is killings i love that as well I think he got 0.001% of the vote, but whoever that 0.001% is, y'all did the right thing for voting for that guy. He is the man of the people <laughs> with the name Chauncey Slim Killings. How can you not vote for that guy? Apparently 63% of people did not vote for him. But uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all missing out on Chauncey. He did get uh, 5,497 votes. Damn, he's got reach though, man. He got reach. That kind of reach. 5,000 <laughs> in a country, that, in, a, in a state that has 44 million people. Man, he, oh, can, no. he can fill a Fox Theater. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he sell out the Fox Theater like Michael Che did this week. That this week. Uh, shout out to Michael Che sponsorship. Anybody else have a uh, candidate they were hoping to uh that they voted for or were hoping to vote for? Um, I didn't vote for a single candidate. I voted no one to recall and no, and I didn't put click the single name. It wasn't worth it, dude. You didn't want a fresh start? <laughs> but see, see, you know on. what I realized? This is this yeah. is well, yeah, yeah, Fredo. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of confused because don't you and Larry Elder have the same beliefs? Don't you believe? I heard. Didn't you tell me you believe in segregation? There's something wrong with the black man's mind. There's something wrong with his mind. I, I, you know what? You know what? Maybe Larry Elder knew how to fill up my pockets. He would have my same. I would have the same beliefs as him. The nigga ain't got no sex. Did you tell me? <laughs> you just told me the other day that Larry Elder. You believe you had to believe that white people should have got paid once. Where uh, you agree that you believe you agree you agree that Larry L like white people should have had that. You ruining this joke. I just yeah. let you know. You got you can't, you can't throw if you're gonna at least lie on my name, you gotta make the joke. You gotta have some time in it, and not choke on the word. Yeah, because it's I, not I, just I, a comparison I to like someone that I really hate. I did fumble. I, I don't have the same belief as Larry I was out here looking like Cleveland Gary. You can't even hold on to Harlem. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you this. There's a couple, there's some things that my family, that I've done in my life that my family has not disowned me. Even though it goes against their values, they're voting for Larry Elder would have been one of them. I vote, I did not choose a single name after voting no on recall. I had a question. 
This is your second recall vote, right? No, this is my first. I was too young for uh, Governor Gray Davis. This is my thing. I discovered that there's a lot of people into it. And I, I was trying to tell Jared and other people, like, this is my second, right? And I said, I don't know if you noticed this, but any even recalls around the uh, other, you know, around the states and other states, they're always shit shows. Right. Because anyone could be on the ballot. So there's shit shows. You don't have to get a you don't see parties. It's, all you got to do is just pay to be have your name on the ballot. Right. Just pure shit shows. This one was less of a shit show than the one, the Gray Davis one. That one was just trash. I mean, between Gary Coleman and porn stars running and all the commercials, Mary Carey and everything else. That one was like a shit show. This one was a little bit. This one to me was a little calmer. But you also knew that like it didn't have that same like people were really pissed. This was like a, re this was more of a Republicans throwing out a lot of money. I was pissed that I had to waste my time to fill out that ballot. That was the fastest ballot I ever filled no. out. Yes or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I know you only have to fill out one thing, but and you need still to be mad pissed. at is, uh, the person you should be mad at is not the Republicans. Be mad at Gavin Newsom. He did this no. to himself. He's fucked up. Every governor fucks up, no matter what your mm -hmm. policies are. Just like but we can look at every president this and they have not, not like this. No, yeah, this, not like this, this thing this. didn't happen. No, I'm pissed at Newsom, but not enough to recall him. <laughs> no, no, I know. No, no, what I'm saying, I said be mad at Newsom for this whole thing happening because if Newsom never went to that restaurant without a mask, this, because remember, these, this recall was happening way before the pandemic. When he first got elected, they were trying to get positions to recall him. And nobody was fucking with it because people were like, what are you talking about? Shut up, right? Like, it was getting no steam. Once when he went to that restaurant without a mask, when he told everybody else, don't go to restaurants. No, and he wear went to mask. French Laundry, yes. Yeah, French Laundry. That's when this recall, the petitions but on it, took off. This is it the reason why him. I say, though, because it takes a lot of money to get a pres to get them recalled. Look at how much money the Republicans put into it because you yeah, got to pay a lot of people to go out there and get signatures. Listen, Motherfuckers don't show up. Get, so, but that, but, but it's still, it was a waste no of taxpayer money and time. It was a waste but of time. I'm saying there would have been no blood in the water if this man just took heed to his own saint. I agree like, fucked up, but just by looking at the sheer numbers, let's face it, there were more ballots that didn't vote for a second person that said no to recall and didn't put a second down, then almost Larry Elder got votes. Well, so you know why? I mean, hold on, but then again, listen here. Before Larry Elder jumped into the race, the, the recall was 50-50. It was like 52% saying he shouldn't be recalled in 40 mm -hmm. something. So it was basically, it was a virtual tie, statistic But tie. those were poll numbers though. I mean, they could- True, but no, no, no. Make them but look the poll anyway. numbers, but listen, the poll numbers changed once when Larry Elder jumped in. And if yeah. Larry Elder never jumped in, this would have been a lot more closer of a then race. Who, who would have got the votes? Because he got 2.8 million votes and no one else got even close if you combine everybody. Because else. Larry Elder jumped in. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Since Larry Elder jumped in. Because I, I put it like, I got a brother who despises Gavin Newsom. Like, yeah, I'm not a big like Gavin Newsom fan. I never liked him when he was in Sarah. He no, he would have voted for the recall if Larry Elder wasn't the next person in line for it. The problem is, not, like, usually on recalls, there's not good next person in line. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, well, I think, well, I think, no, there were people who could have gotten votes, but didn't want to burn out, well, didn't want to burn out their election cachet until the actual election. Because there are people who ran against Gavin uh, when he first got elected, that were Republicans who had a lot of who had a lot of support. Can we go? Can we go up to see this percentage? How many? How many? Not to, to not to get in on, on the recall. Uh, but but uh, Gavin, Gavin, the election, his real election, and then his recall election, the, the numbers are basically the same. Nothing really changed. So the same people that wanted Gavin in are exactly the same people that wanted him in the first time yeah. because it's a Democratic state. So nothing's really 
going to. I think it's really different just because the Democratic establishment supports Gavin Newsom. Because if there was another leftist or a yeah. like a real Democrat, but see, but but that was actually that a, a party. That was actually a smart move for the party, like you said, a Democrat. Because if you lose this, here's the thing: you guys were born in a Democratic California, or I should say, you grew up in a Democratic California. Yes. Pedro remembers California was not Democratic. Go look at the go look at all the presidential votes until like Clinton. I mean, Greg, right? the recall we had Republican with, governors. The recall was a lot of Republican I mean, governors. Uh, Schwarzenegger, he's a Republican. I mean, he was. And he was know, a very he was a very middle you, to left. Yeah, Republican. yeah, he was. He was. I don't. I think he was playing a game. He was always. He even had some of the. Um, well, he's married to a Kennedy. He was married yeah. to a Kennedy, a leftist yeah. family. He was yeah. a very mid, mid to leftist Republican. Right? Yeah, he was he a California Republican, as they like yeah. to say. You know? Yes. And that's the thing. California's always been, a, it was, well, I grew up in a Republican but, California. I, this is, this is a, still a fairly new thing, this Democratic California. He grew, and he, grew up and he fucked up, but he wasn't going to lose this shit, man. That wasn't a big enough fuck up. Having a mask off, eating at a restaurant, I'm sorry. That's a small well, no, mistake. But no, no, that was the catalyst, though. You, like, you're, yeah. I'm sorry, Richard. No, I had a question for everybody. So, Jared always jokes about us trying to find a true black leader. Now I, I want to know. I want to know something. Do you guys think the Republicans are looking for a true black leader, like a la um, Larry Elder, or um, no? They look at the other guy. Votes. They don't give a fuck color is. Well, they they sure did get behind Michael. What's his name? Michael Smith. Larry Elder. What's another one? Just somebody to coon out for. No, no, Republicans, white Republicans per se, they love black coons, right? Because they say the yeah. shit that they want to say. Right. So they point they point to them and be like, ha, they say it too. You know, they're thinking what I'm thinking. They just they just use them as their spokesperson to say all the bullshit that they want to say, but they can't. I know you don't like it, but you need to stop shucking and jiving. We got a problem. Candace Owens. Um, there you go. Uh what's his name? JD Manning. Uh we need us Republicans need to put more money behind them. We can find our true coon leader. <laughs> I'm looking for a true coon leader. Hey, hold on. hey I got a question for y'all. If the money was right, would y'all coon out? Who we cooning out for though? No, if you would you be like a Candace Owen, I mean, Larry cause, Elder? Because if you ask me, half these damn uh artists and celebrities are cooning out for the money, right? So so my thing is like, yeah, what kind of cooning? Are we talking about political cooning? Are yeah, talking I'm talking about, about <coughs> are we talking about Kanye entertainment West cooning? Is a little, you know, entertainment cooning is a little different because it's entertainment, right? But I'm talking about political cooning where you're talking about social issues, nah, politics. Nah, I can't do that. Nah. Racial stuff, police, you know what I mean? Like the political cooning. Like, Can y'all like all right? So you, are you talking about cooning like saying things you don't believe or exaggerating what you believe? Because those two different things, right? Because like in, so in Hollywood, right? So you can't tell me that all these actors are liberals. You can't, you cannot. Oh. I cannot have, right? But they do. They they walk the walk. They like, all right, cool. I'm, yeah, I believe in. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah. <laughs> right. You can't tell me all these people are for masks, right? You can't Shout tell out me Liam that, that all these people are for masks. You just can't tell me that, right? So, like, I don't know what kind of cooning you talk about. Are you talking about that kind of cooning where you're like, all right, I'm gonna just go along with whatever. No, they say I mean just, being vocal. You're on CNN. They get you. To be you on Fox News, you the one. No, you on OAN, right? One American News Network. You cooning 
like that. That's the coon that I'm talking about. Can y'all coon on that type of mega level for a chick? Well, if they went to if they went to environmental reasons, I would coon out. Everything else, I'm kind of I'm kind of liberal. See me, I always say this: if y'all ever see me cooning out, just know I took the check. Just let us know ahead of time. Just know my mama got a house. You sound like a 14-year-old white chick. I don't think so, sister girl. It's sister girl, dude. Maybe on Planet Ebonics, but where I come from, we like to pronounce our E's and our R's. Thank you very much. E's and R's? Ebonics, huh? Well, I'll be thinking that somebody in this room is selling out. I say we kill him. Shut the door, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that right now. Like, so beforehand, if, it, if one time you come up like, man, what happened to Slim? This nigga's just over here. Just cool and just know that check cat. We're, we're introducing a new segment um, called Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. <laughs> and it's an opportunity for Taco Pablo to come on the show and share some insight about his move to North Carolina or just give some tidbits and uh, words of advice for being a new neighbor within a neighborhood. Here's your jingle. Oh, we're here for another installment of Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Brennan's got some neighbors. Could, would you, could you shit in my yard? Oh, yes. Won't you be my nigga? I always wonder what it'd be like if Mr. Rogers was a pedophile. I just figured, realized after hearing that song, no, that was horrible. No, the first thing I thought was, like I, I just imagine Jason listening to Jerry record that in another room. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? That's yeah. it. Uh, um, all right. So it's well, a couple of things, right? Everybody's super nice here in North Carolina. I don't know if you guys realize that I moved from the Bay Area. I moved to Durham, North Carolina this past summer, and there's some things that I'm getting used to living in the South now as opposed to the Bay Area. So I think I texted you guys about this, but I'll tell you guys about this on the pod. So I had to, I rented a U-Haul. When we first got here, we had some stuff in storage. We were going to move it into the place we decided to rent for this year. And so I get to the U-Haul place, right? There's like four people in line in front of me. It's like I get there early, so people try to get that U-Haul and get out. And I'm looking at there. There's a bunch of NASCAR like memorabilia on the wall, right? And I talked to the assistant dude. It's like, oh man, is that you in the picture? He's like, oh yeah, man, for sure. And I told him like, hey, I just went to the NASCAR museum in Charlotte. It was pretty dope. Now the dude behind the register who's handling everybody ignored the four other people in front of me. Like he was doing his job without <laughs> listening to whatever they were saying, whenever they're going to bring the truck back. But he went in on this NASCAR rant talking to me. Like he was like, oh, somebody's going to talk about NASCAR? I ain't got to talk about Steve about this shit anymore. <laughs> He talked to me about all the history of this one particular car, right? Uh, but for like the first car he had, number one, it was a Chevrolet. I forget which, what it was. He went on for about 10 minutes about that. He's like, yo. And he was like, man, who's your favorite racer? And I was like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a racer. Like, I hope you didn't say Bubba Wallace. <laughs> that might hope be the wrong didn't. place. I hope, I hope you didn't say Grease Lightning. <laughs> now I said no, I said I said Jimmy Johnson. I think I was like, oh, I like him. Like, Come on, you can't say Jimmy Johnson or Jeff Gordon out there, man. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, those two. I you gotta bring I people from the South. Gordon. You can't say them. You gotta go <laughs> so, Dale Earnhardt, man. 
Dude, I get you tell me I got the full history of NASCAR. Oh my God. <laughs> he went on, he went everything. He went about the cars, he went about the drivers. This guy's good because of this. Oh, this pit crew, he they man, they're gonna fuck up the Saturday because yada yada yada. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I just said I went to the NASCAR museum. I didn't say I was a fan. I was just mentioned <laughs> what was obvious in this room right now <laughs> that you are a NASCAR. <laughs> He talked to me. He talked my ear off. And so instead of showing me to where my U-Haul was, he took me out back to show me this old rusted out car he's working on. (laughs) I go back there. And I'm like, oh, man, that's super dope. And I'm being polite, not realizing that I need to go. (laughs) Like, that's one of the things that that Aaron uh, gives me a hard time about. I will talk. I will listen to anybody for however long they need to talk. But anyway, he talked to me for a good 45 minutes about NASCAR. I don't think he knew who he rented out the other trucks to because he was so focused on trying to talk to me about cars. Oh, that, yeah, that was a great situation. I've learned not to mention cars unless I'm ready to really engage with somebody wholeheartedly about it. Oh, so I didn't realize they take it that serious out here. Yeah, you got to know what camshaft and lifters are. Yeah, don't fuck up. Don't fuck that you gotta up. You got to know man. what it means when a car get loose. Man, that Come car, on. he was running. He was running good, but it got a little loose in the back. And that's you got to know what that means, Brandon. <laughs> that's what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk car talk. I'm surprised Pedro didn't move to North Carolina. You better not You better not make no right turns either, Brandon. Well, thank you, Brandon, for uh, enticing us with another uh, Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. Oh, we're here for another installment of Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Brandon's got some neighbors. Could would you? Could you shit in my yard? Oh yes. Won't you be my nigga? Wait, has there been shit in your yard, Brandon? Let me get here. I, no, I that only like no, Oakland. that only happened to my neighbors in Oakland. Pedro posted this uh posted this freestyle by Common on LA Leakers. Mm. Oh yeah, can and I get he, a link for that? Can, hey, can we get it's a uh, eight, shout out to eight minute freestyle, bro? Shout out to LA Leakers for uh, oh, eight minutes for all the glazing you guys do. Yeah, yeah. I listen him him and Black Thought. I'm oh, what's eight minutes? I didn't listen to all eight minutes. All, all of I these, fast forward them are like six minutes, six to eight minutes. Wait, something. did you guys yeah. listen to it? Who li- I, I, heard, to it. I heard some of it. I didn't know it was eight minutes. I heard oh, it was eight minutes. minutes. I give him credit yeah, for Black, going Black all Dog, eight minutes. Black Dog was like, what, six minutes? Uh, no, Black Dog was like no, Black Dog really did like 10 minutes, almost 10 minutes. Black oh. Dog was probably the best I've ever heard anybody freestyle. That man can go. Hold on, let's rephrase that. I don't think that was a freestyle. I don't like people who call it freestyles, <laughs> written stuff freestyles. Well, it's not so, a freestyle. Coming from an MC right here, let me tell you what a freestyle is. A freestyle is literally top of your head Right there in the moment, you're rapping. It's not something that you wrote before. It's maybe it could be something that you thought of before. Yeah, it's got to be all okay. written down. Well, okay, listen to comments then, because he's he's saying he's talking about today's stuff. He was literally talking about stuff that happened just the day the, the day before. No, right, like right. I, I didn't hear all of his. <laughs> well, here, I don't play it. And then clip. when you do a freestyle, you can always tell when somebody's freestyling because your brain cannot think for six minutes straight. Without mm. a buffer, I'm right? glad without, you said that. Right. I didn't. Without I didn't think that was a freestyle. Without you, without you doing a gap word, for you to hurry up and think of something for the next three rhymes, right? Whether it's you saying "nigga" in the middle of it, or you going like "yeah," 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just well, yeah, you let me ask like you this. Does anybody really freestyle? Nobody's not, not, not anymore. Exactly. Nobody, nobody free. Well, See, nobody but, freestyle, but the dude from Blue Blockers. May he rest in peace. Blue Blockers. <laughs> no, but like the right, but like I remember what happened to uh, who's the guy? Dude, the panda designer. Please, oh, his, 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 uh, he did a freestyle. He was going off the top of the head. Nobody could understand what he was saying. That was and a that jazz boom tank. Horrible. Why would I go on stage on a radio show? That was that. I'm prepared to talk to a million people right now. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's bad. That whole freestyle was We need to whack. stop calling it freestyles because it's not yeah. a freestyle. Can we you just didn't call it right, freestyle. It's, it's designer. Anderson Pack and Dave, whatever his real name is, from that TV show. Oh, little Dickie. Uh, little Dickie. It was he, that he's freestyle. Got some, he's, got, he's got some good freestyles. Can you play us that one? It is hilarious, dude. I think I got it. which one? Designer is designer Anderson Pock. It was remember they used to do those freestyles when you were new. What was it called? The, or is it the source that does it or the what? Cypher? Oh, the, uh, freshman, the cypher. Uh, freshman um double XL freshman cipher. Yep, yes, yeah. freshman cipher. Play that one with Anderson Pack. Now Anderson Pack isn't a rapper. I didn't know this. The Pedro told me first time I saw Anderson Pack was in this freestyle, and I was like, "This dude's the worst rapper ever in my life." That was real freestyle because he didn't know what the hell. To- <laughs> I think I would give this freestyle. It was a real freestyle. You think it's this? Yeah, I I give it that. He was No, no, no. You know what? I look back at, I remember when Lil Uzi was on that freshman freestyle when people were killing Lil Uzi and 21 Savage and all them because they said this shit was garbage and all this stuff. I look back at it. I was like, that shit was actually a freestyle. And now that it was actually a freestyle from the top of their dome, I'm like, that shit was actually wrong. You know what I mean? Like they were coming up with this stuff right in the moment, feeling it, vibing and doing what they have to do, which is what a freestyle should be. A freestyle shouldn't be something that you wrote where you're just going through a yeah. whole thing. Like Meek Mill, Meek Mill be on Funk Flex and his shit be raw, but they're not freestyles, right? Because you can't tell a true story about somebody getting killed well, I mean, and your mama t- hustling and you going into the street right. and all this other stuff in a freestyle. Like, it's not gonna make sense. So so you believe that, um, you believe that they Meek Mill can't rap and he doesn't have any talent also, right? No, I think his no, ne- I think his next album is gonna be trash. Though. I will just say that. that right now. I did not say that. No, why? Why you don't have to? Because I will. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's garbage. Shout out to my cousin uh, Nate. But now, no man. But now he found Jesus. He's got some. He's got. Garbage. He's got some. He's got. He's got a positive vibe about him. His next album is gonna be trash. I think this, he... the last few albums I liked a lot, but this next one. Watch him not shoot as many people and, and take. He be yelling like Aaron in uh, Call of Duty. Come that on. fool be yelling. What would what, Michael B. Jordan do? Kobe! Michael B. Jordan is doing a biopic with Amazon Studios portraying Meek Mill. What would Michael B. Jordan say? Yeah, this is Michael B. Jordan. That's Mick Mill. I'm coming at you. It's Mick Mill. Yeah, better have my check, 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 check. Oh, I'm going to get wreck, 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 wreck. Michael B. Jordan coming straight out of Wakanda. Also chilling in Oakland, in Oakland BART station because you know I'm basically like Hotel Rwanda. Uh, 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 writing down my rhymes just like Common did in that freestyle. You know what? You know what? Uh, everybody over here, all these black people want, 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 want they 40 acres and mules so they could get some land. But you know what? I'm just trying to go to the museum and tell women now, I'm going to take this off your hands. That was fire. Bars. That was high fun. Bars. Bars. 
I like see Michael B. Jordan get better. I like see Michael B. Jordan get do better than that. He's probably he probably he probably give me over here trying to look up some like, probably reading out uh, Oscar Grant's diary acting like he wrote it. You can say what you but you can't prove me wrong. All right. Uh Here's one of the freestyles I think I was looking for. This is the common one, maybe. Is this... Oh, that's not the, this is not the good one, then. The designer's the good one. Hold on, my internet connection a little unstable. It says, okay, hold on. Hold some tabs. You have more tabs open than I know, man. Uh, I saw RC all those tabs, Jared. Why do you have so many tabs open, man? You got Stay more ready. tabs open than a, than a 19-year-old Aaron Grayson, if the internet was Tire marks, tire marks. Oh, I knew he was going to play this, this bullshit, dude. I knew it. Turn this shit off. Dude, she she probably that's how you know it's not a freestyle. One, they did the horn. Two, two, she probably lied to that American audience and told them, man, half those words I spoke was Aborigine. No, they were not words. They didn't exist. Babies even know more words than that. You know what? That's Jerry's dream right there. I knew he was gonna play it because that's his dream. Man, I see he, he, he was liking that freestyle. Shaking that jello, man. She's he was liking that, that freestyle. That's his dream. Because he gets the pumpkin spice, big booty white girl, right? But he don't have to he he does she still listen to rap? She gonna be comfortable around all of us. That's Jerry's dream. We ain't got it. Too comfortable, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, well, it, it, here's the common one. Here's the common one. Now, let's see who did it better. The right place. Peace to the gods and the earth. And all across the universe, my name is Common. Uh, yeah. Oh, we ready, man. Uh, we locked it. and loaded tonight. To it. Come on, baby. Light the Apollo, I the Holy Spirit of Chicago. Married to the game, I should have took the bitch to Cabo. I know, I know, like Bill Withers, feel niggas. They say stay safe, but they still hit us. Feel the rivers, it's like the ghost of Emmett Till with us. We got black cars, now they gotta deal with us. Rihanna got a bill, they gotta deal with the sisters in pursuit of happiness. I ask God to Will Smith, is blessed all the meat. We inherit earth and then we speak into existence. I'm rooted in black thoughts like Tariq, I was a drifter. Now I'm a shifter of paradigms, a up lifter of tethered minds forever signed to the art form no things didn't start warm wrinkles in time till i met my tony stark's form and straighten it out iron man while some was working on pots and frying pans some of my guys move keys like robert glasper they gave me room so i could be a master my book of life i write it like a christ chapter when hip-hop was dead i met it in the life after envision in the hereafter <laughs> listening to donnie hatter trying to find a way to get my people out the trap for the prisons talking with my daughter i learned to Listen, she's studying law, told her make firm decisions. This is a prism of hip-hop realism. From the block, we arisen. Still, we walk like Egyptians. It's the knock-need edition. Planet rock reinvention. The lock-key ignition to them Ali dimensions. Yeah. Grew up around stones, and they rock me to wisdom. They yell, all is well, and it got me to wishing. Tupac, the ambition. I'm keeping my head up. I am a rider. From the black pool of genius, and I'm a diver. Stiver of perfection inside of my inflections. The blessings are the destined. Resting with no questions. These are the strides of a knocker Took time to myself like Naomi Osaka Took time off to never rhyme soft My mind's off the grid that 
I climbed off. I'm live till I sign off. My man Murray said never take your shine off. Sometimes I go offline to get these lines off. My crown shocker's like a shot town opera. Violence, violence, they broke in my crib and seen Oscars, Emmys, Grammys. Damn, he near an EGOT and he's still hip-hop. I'm the <laughs> rap with Bird is to Bebop, with AI is to Reebok, with Jada is to D-Block. The game need a detox. Go get your turmeric and Dr. Sabi Seamoss. Burn the sands we cross for the tribes that we lost. In the war with stars, I make niggas in the Ewoks. I'm a rap god, but still human like the beatbox. Like, wow! A one-two, rest in peace to Biz Markie, honor those who spark me. I spit verses like girls get purses. Some rappers get by and some get purchased. My shape's earthless, I came to earth's surface. To reverse curses and birth purpose, my verse nurtures. A woman's worth is first, it's a soul merchant. Like a sneakerhead, I just keep soul searching. As far as freestyles, I go wild like no churches. My occupation, greatness is my co-worker, like, uh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> See? Hey, that was hey, wrong. Hey, look, no. He says, I, I, I take it back. You know who he, he mentioned somebody that can rap, can freestyle, I believe, is the game. I seen that dude just go off. He just the game? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the way he freestyled. The game is raw. I tell you it's a dope freestyle that I mean it's not a real freestyle, but did one of those is two chains. Two chains did one with LA it's Lakers too. Ain't it? Yeah, it's on here. Yeah, that that shit is. Raw. Ooh. Oh, is this the designer one? Designer. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, designer was so fast. There's a guy that better here. There's go. a guy that did the best, a great thing. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. I be running around town in the cool, got the drop top hanging like I'm snooze. Hey, you be frontin' like you want it, you can get it. Got me young boys hanging off the roof. Hey, like designing lean, damn lean, trippin' niggas, throw some money, what it do? Huh? Don't watch my moves, can't rock my shoes, can't cock my moves. Don't rock my juice. I be riding around the town in the cool, got the drop top hanging like I'm snooze. Hey, you be frontin' like you want it, you can get it. Got me young boys hanging off the roof. Hey, like designing lean, trippin' lean, trippin' niggas, throw some money, what it do? Huh? Don't watch my moves, can't clock my moves. I got my juice, don't watch my juice. I be riding by the town in the coupe. Everybody here think that a snooze. Hey, smoking weeds, they old weeds. I can leave it in the niggas, no run up a dude. Hey, like designing your bean tripping, bean tripping. Niggas close the money, buddy, too. Hey, got gold, my moves, everybody up. We go, got my I be riding around town in the coupe in the dark time, hanging like a smoothie. Hey, you be fun like you want it, you can get it. Got my young boys hanging off the roof. Hey, like designing your lean dripping, your lean tripping, making sure the money what it do. Hey, don't watch my boom, can't clap my boom, don't watch my shoes, don't got my juice. I be riding around in the coupe in the dark, hanging like a smoothie. Hey, you be fun like you want it, you can get it. Got my young boys hanging off the roof. Hey, like designing your lean dripping, your lean tripping, making sure the money what it do. Yeah, don't watch. My boots can't watch my shoes. Don't watch my shoes. I got my shoes. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play it. Keep playing. Hey, wait a minute. You can tell. You can no. You can tell because you watch Anderson. Dude, dude here's the crazy thing. Little Dicky look like man. How did I get included in this? Yes. Freshman? Dude, this is this is like I thought I was a fat five. This is like the class after the Fat Five and they all left with Robert Trailer and all them. You're like, God <laughs> damn it, dude. So well, uh, I like to just thank Jerry for putting comments to freestyle perspective because I didn't like it. I felt like I don't like I don't I just don't like comments flow. Is that what he's saying? I don't like his flow. Like you don't like his delivery. I get it. Yeah. 
And then, I mean, especially with video, will he get all cross-eyed when he's rhyming? I can't. He needs posts without sunglasses. Well, see, I didn't like I didn't like Common Flow until he started acting, and I said, "Damn, this guy's a good rapper." Every time he acts, and I said, "Damn, he's a good rapper." And every time I'm watching him in a movie or TV, I'm like, "Damn, he's a good rapper." This dude a great rapper. You no, know? his best movie was was he was in the Terminator. He was one. He of was the in Terminator. Terminator. That was his best was, role. He's like, he was pretty awful in that too. That was his best role. But he's pretty awful. He's in a that. terrible actor. Terrible. What would Michael B. Jordan do? Kobe. Michael B. Jordan signed a new agent, AG3, who immediately signed him up for Commons Acting School. What would Michael B. Jordan do? Yeah, Common, I feel like I should just go ahead and be, you know, I should graduate already from this acting school. You got my degree and diploma ready because, I mean, me and you, we act very alike. I mean, between us and that cardboard cutout uh, of Denzel Washington I got in the bedroom, I feel like we we, we on par with that. Nobody going to beat us. So just go ahead before we start this class and just hand me my diploma and I'm going to get my, and give me my cap and gown and I'm going to take those things off your hand and go go get my next role. <laughs> Where I play Missy Hustle, I'm going to stand out there next to the guy on Crenshaw and Florence and sell socks. That was terrible. <laughs> I, I, uh, just to let you know, uh, Albert, I, I don't have a problem talking about dead people. The <laughs> <laughs> only guarantee in life is that we all going to die. I, I hope people get enjoyment off my death. I hope I die in one of the worst way and funniest way possible. Be like, wait, 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 wait. It was an earthquake, and somehow he died on his couch naked. <laughs> it was four o'clock in the middle of the day. I hope everybody laughs at that shit. Right? I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna laugh. I'm gonna grieve then go sleep with your woman. <laughs> Cutty corner shoutouts. Cutty corner shoutouts. Cutty corner shoutouts is the segment we end the show on, where we get a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive. That is going on in the world. Cutty corner shoutouts. Cutty corner shoutouts. It's 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 time. We're burning out. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I'm in for this man. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Have I mentioned Peloton instructors before? Uh, a little bit. I mean, how just how much they like, I need a Jillian Michaels, someone that, that that's going to here to push me, that that's telling me I'm doing well every time I push the pedal one time. That's not yelling at me, keep it going, Peloton. You're doing well. You're doing good. And they're just so positive. I guess my cutty corner shout out goes out to Peloton instructors. We need a more diverse array of instructors. And what I mean by diverse, not in, not in color. They got all different kinds of colors and languages and everything, right? I mean, they could probably use some people from, uh, you know, more Asian countries, but they got German. They got different European languages instructing in different European language. They got um, Black, Latin, Asian. Every, I mean, you think about it, they got it straight, not straight, gender neutral. They have it all. But the one thing they don't have is an instructor that would call a spade a spade. 
that would say, get your fat ass up and hop on this motherfucking bike today. That's what I need. I don't need someone telling me, telling me how great the day is, especially during the time of COVID. I know it's hard sometimes. We're all going through this together, though. We all go, we gonna make it through. I don't need that. I need you to say, listen, dude, get your fat, sugary, high glycemic ass on that bike and you need to pedal. You can't do well. You're lazy. Stop being lazy. Pedal harder. Do it. Do it. Do you want your mama to call you fat again? That's what I need to hear. We need the Peloton instructor for the person that don't need someone blowing rainbows up their ass all day. I need a Peloton instructor sitting there. Just be real with me. Be real. It's going to be a hard 20 minutes. Aaron, Aaron want, want to see his Peloton instructor come on and be all like, You ain't shit. You just like your daddy. You don't do shit and you never going to amount to shit. All you ever do around here is eat, sleep, and shit. Look at this place. Boy, don't get smart with me, because I'll knock your ass in the middle of next week. And where you going anywhere, you little fat fuck? You ain't got a job. Exactly. Exactly. And then to finish that off, I need a Peloton instructor to say, you know, wonder why she left you. She left for someone that fucked better. <laughs> That's what I need. I need that to be the final thing. I'll start pushing that motherfucker. That oh, shit. My cutty corner shout out goes out to U-Haul for having cloth seats. <laughs> Just number one. That's the only thing. Like you, if you've ever driven across the country, right? You've come to a point in the trip where you might need to drop a deuce. And you are at least 30 to 50 miles away from dropping that deuce. <laughs> And that's what you all touched on. <laughs> <laughs> right, just, just a quick piggyback off of that, Brandon. Driving on the five, U-Haul broke down. Remember, Pedro? My U-Haul broke down. I told you me and Eric Tanita on the side of the road. Had to drop the deuce. Drop the deuce on the side of the five. We were out there for like six, for like six, almost six hours, like five hours. I dropped the deuce on the side of five. We had toilet paper in the back, but my homeboy roommate, mom, put a lock on it. And she left to try to find a tow truck for us. All I had was Tanita's uh, Victoria's yep. Secret catalog, in which I wiped with. I had no idea. I never heard that story. You never heard that story when we drove mm-hmm. up with me, Eric, and Tanita? Oh, it was all bad. You no, all broke down. Know. Yeah. When <laughs> I moved, when I moved from um, from LA to Vegas, our uh, budget uh, rental truck broke down. So I got towed all the way to Vegas. Yeah. So imagine those cloth seats after I sat in them after that deuce, and they came <laughs> right. to fix the tires. That deuce, that cloth, <laughs> that I only white with the glossy ass Victoria's Secret catalog. No lie. It's not exaggeration. Right. And then the pounds and pounds of sweat that's also in those cloth seats. Oh, because it was get- summer. Yes. <laughs> on the five. Disgusting. Exactly. And then the and you and the best you could hope for is they hit it with a little Lysol spray, and you know half of them don't do that. So <laughs> they, they, they <laughs> let it sunbathe. It was some little heat sit up in that heat. No, nah, yeah, man, that's a Dutch oven if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Damn, brother. I'm just saying, I'm just saying U-Haul could do better. They make they get enough money. Like to at least get the vinyl seats. I would rather have to know to bring my own blanket to sit on so I don't burn myself <laughs> than to think, oh my to really think about all the people who <laughs> who've sharded. Damn, I never thought about that. Pedro. Pedro, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Yeah, I do. It's uh, to want to give a real quick cutting corner shout out to the women of Levine. You women were looking very delicious this morning in the nice city of Levine, Arizona, down on 51st and Baseline. Man, y'all women in the grocery store, you was looking good. They had, uh, they had uh, a variety of different women, hood rat women, beautiful, righteous black women. Trans fat uh, women. 
I seen a body uh, never seen on a woman ever before. She had a cut off. She had one of those cut off shirts with a booty that you wouldn't believe. I was going back to her, but um, my wife was on the phone uh, and she had her son in the car and she was driving a Mercedes Benz. And I was like, nah, I don't want to pay for maintenance for her or the car. Uh, my other credit quarter shout out goes to uh, Safeway. Uh, Fillmore Slim, if you went to this Safeway down here that was uh, selling these wings, you probably would have just left the little girl there because these wings had a lot of flavor. Uh, no lot, the wings were good. Problem is the chicken wings were too big. They did, those were not chicken wings, those were drumsticks. You're not getting away with that safely. Don't don't pull that stunt. Try to act like my chicken wing spots, which I'm not going to give up on this podcast. No one would know my secret chicken wing spot that has every flavor in the world. I will not give it up on this show. Shout out Ed. Shout out who else said things? Uh, Darius. Jared. 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 Jared shout out. I'm talking about y'all's chicken wing kings. Yeah, it can't be without my secret spot. So. But Safeway, if you don't take that big ass chicken you put in there and call the chicken wings, man, Phil Miller Slim would have left all the women in that grocery store after he had a couple of them chicken wings. My Cutty Corner shout out goes out to Pedro. That ain't shit nigga think he's a wing king. <laughs> My second Cutty Corner shout out goes out to all the motherfuckers who pushed and prodded and lobbied for this motherfucking recall election. We're talking about literally one of the things was mismanagement of funds and, and, and not taking care of the economy of California was one of the things as it was saying this motherfucker Gavin Newsom was doing um, other than just like some frivolous ass, like individual ass type complaints that they were trying to be like, this is why we should all vote him out. This shit cost damn near $300 million for the state to run. You want to talk about fiscal responsibility. You want to talk about being like conservative. I'm conservative because I want to take care of money and be conservative with, you know, making sure forms of business, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you can't be frivolous and, and, and ridiculous with spending, especially on some bullshit ass logistics that are unnecessary when you are always arguing about, you know, making sure that we're not wasting money. So for me, it goes out to all the politicians who are, you know, trumpeting up this, this recall election. It goes to all the judges who didn't strike this bullshit-ass recall down in the first place. If you caught him in some kind of, you know, some scam or some kind of thing where he was, you know, it had to do with him cheating money or cheating the state or, you know, saying causing the state to really go in despair, which I don't think the state's going in despair, by the way. You know what I'm saying? We might, we might not got no water and got fires, but that's been happening for a while now. Um, and that's a Republican and a Democrat problem. That's an everybody problem. What I will say is if you're part of that process of allowing that shit to happen and wasting $300 million of taxpayers' money, $300 million of resources that could have been used towards helping shelter homeless, helping continue to uh, provide resources for, for, for families, helping continue to pay for potentially for people who are out of work still due to the pandemic and all that's happening. All that money could have been going towards that. Instead, we wasted it on what? A motherfucking recall so we can get Caitlyn Jenner and a nigga named Slim out there and, 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 and a coon-ass uh, black dude apparently named Larry. Larry Elder looks like a white man in blackface, okay? I don't want to hear it. If you going to try and say, man, we got a black representative, black dude, Larry Elder's a black conservative. No, no, that's a cracker in blackface, all right? That is the most blackface-looking wannabe black... Rachel Dolezal looked blacker than him, okay? The nigga got makeup on his uh, melanin. His melanin put on makeup, 
Okay, the nigga ain't got the nigga ain't got no sense. All I'm saying is you waste the guy. You got flat money. top though. <laughs> you waste the money. We waste the money, resources, and time. And 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 I fear that this type of thing is also what disenfranchises a lot of voters. So I say also my positive shout out is to all the California voters who got out there and voted no and said fuck the bullshit. Like we're not having just some random ass motherfucker who gets the majority of whatever the no vote or the yes votes were to be our new governor. So thank you for all the people who staying politically active. I hope we can continue the momentum that has really, you know, saying blown up in 2019 into 2020 that we can hopefully continue to stay politically active and make prudent, intelligent and righteous decisions for the whole of society, not just small interest groups who can scream the loudest in a very crowded room. our show my friends that That's is right. our we got show. the referendum we have the referendum process jared anything can get on the ballot with a if you're willing to spend money and pay people to be out there and get signatures yeah including a recall including a recall yeah i don't even know how much money they spent just getting that enough signatures having people Maybe. go around and get signatures like uh it must have been a lot because you see how many people didn't vote so they must have had people they must have had them brothers out there in front of berkeley bowl for all day 24 hours yeah, no, Berkeley Bowl and where uh, all of all of Oceanside and and and, and the uh, o- Occidental California, whatever the fuck it is, OC. The and they OC. probably sitting there lying, lying about half things. Hey man, you want to help help some dolphins? They, they, they were everywhere. They were like, man, did, I, did you hear? Gavin Newsom is also trying to kill babies. Yep, he's trying to use it for stem cell research. We got to get him out. They probably sitting there lying. Had Democrats sign it. Had everybody sign it. <laughs> like, like, did you did you know that the new gov the, the, the governor there's a new rule written in that said the governor governor can have sex with your daughter if uh, if he sees fit. He's kind of like a king now. So we got to we got to vote. Come him. on, man. The Lord, the first night, the Lord's yeah. first night rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last right, words. Any final words? That. Any final words? You know, keep keep doing your thing out there, everybody. Keep keep playing it safe. Keep doing everything. Keep chilling. Yeah. Love, Jesus, love, love, love. education, tolerance of others, football, tolerance of others, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, football. Let's pray for all the quarterbacks that got hurt today. Jesus, Holy Spirit, clubs. Yeah, this is my season, man. I watched college football, had a great game, Penn State versus Auburn. Uh, got all these great football games on today. I know what Dabo Sweeney was talking about. <laughs> yeah, just, well, just football, everybody. Well, shout out to football season, my favorite sport, yet my most despised sport in some ways, but I still love it. So, um, y'all stay healthy, stay blessed out there. Continue to tap in with us. Please uh, check out our Patreon. Um, and, uh, you know, just otherwise, just keep listening to our show and uh, send us out to your friends. Uh, stay healthy, stay blessed. And uh, we will leave you with this. I think a lot of things in this world were only a dream for Martin Luther King. Not a one-term, but a two-term African-American president. And this is a terrible country. That was a dream for Martin Luther King. I got interracial marriages. I go to a church that's an interracial church. Those were only dreams for Martin Luther King. Black head coaches, black quarterbacks, quarterbacks at places like Georgia and Alabama and Clemson, when Martin Luther King was, that was just a dream. 
We got black quarterbacks in the South now. Black quarterback. I got a black quarterback. He running all over the field. And, and he threw and he throwed the ball too. He throw he throwed the ball. You know that black man, I got I got one that can run and throw the ball. You can do both. When's the last time you seen a nigga read the defense? We got a church with the fever going around, the jungle fever. And if we didn't like if we if we don't like Asians a little better, we'll have the yellow fever too. But we ain't we don't like Asians as much, but we can like black. Everybody handled that different way. I have no problem talking about dead people. I don't care if they died a long time ago yesterday, especially if they were celebrities. If they got to live a good life. Like, I won't, you won't hear me talk a lot about like, you know, people working class, lower class, struggling in life, working hard, die of a heart attack. But people who were celebrities and they got to live a high life. I don't care if it was 24 years, 30, no matter who you are, I'm going to talk. I'm not going to disrespect their name being dead. But I am gonna throw them in a joke here and there. Yeah, yeah. And may they rest show. in peace. I still want them to rest in peace. I mean, they did. They, 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 I hope they are resting in peace. Shit, that's the only time I'm probably gonna get some good sleep. I ain't got to worry about putting on my breathing machine when I die. <laughs> We're gonna be at Aaron's Aaron's uh, funeral. Everyone gonna be asking the same question when they walk up to see his body. Why do I smell baby oil? <laughs> <laughs> I smell baby oil. Why do I smell baby oil? Hey man, his dream, his dream was to die with Pornhub playing in the background in the casket. So somehow, somehow, maybe he wasn't all the way dead. Why I smell baby oil? How come his phone turned on OnlyFans? Damn, this motherfucker woke up from the dead to turn his phone on OnlyFans and then went back to went back to that. That's how, that's how people gonna test to make sure he ain't really he ain't uh-huh. faking his death. <laughs> yep, that's how they fans. He's trying to use his credit card to pay for some shitty OnlyFans. He'll stop Mm. right there. (laughs) Wake up. Wake up. I'll I'll reanimate like Frankenstein at that point. He's like, somebody (laughs) take his credit card and sign up for me and Khalifa. I'll rise. OnlyFans. I'll I'll rise in that casket like the Undertaker. Just hold on. (laughs) Somebody just canceled my damn OnlyFans.